she is hard. Her voice screams callous and her touch raw. You think she doesn't care, but she does and she always has. You mistook her tenacity for bitch. She is quick. She can time travel like you've never seen before. You saw her tomorrow and didn't realize because you were stuck in yesterday. You mistook her forward thinking for Detro. She is quiet. Her silence scares you because it makes you unsure of yourself. She compels you to swallow and taste your vices. You mistook her composure for judgment. She is vital. Her urgency in this room is undeniable. Your rejection of it only ensures that her visit maintains. You mistook her necessity for oppression. She is unseen. If you had to guess, she would be everywhere and nowhere. Her body is not contained to the visible realm. You mistook her presence for absence. She is radical. Her mind is bottomless, but not like oceans, bottomless like black history and panther bullets. You mistook her revolutionary for hostility. She is secure. Her ego suffocates her inner zealous. You wonder who could be that home. You mistook her confidence for hubris. She is sweet. She is diligent. She is imperfect. She is voice. She is ready. She is now and then. If you asked her why she is always misunderstood, why she is a giver even when we are takers, she would tell you it is because she is a leader. of Amherst Reflections with Andrea Jackson. Thank you so much for joining me for another week. Uh, It's been a very interesting week this week, a busy week, but I'll take it. Um, I want to talk about respecting thy neighbors. And the reason why I need to talk about this is because, unfortunately, uh, I have some neighbors that are just just disrespectful, disrespectful. We have a neighbor that is, and I want to give you a little context of the story, that has a couple of brownstones and rents them out as Airbnbs, which is fine. I'm all about getting money. Get your money, you know, feed your family, do what you have to do. But please respect the others that surround you, who's also paying their taxes for their home and their space. Every Saturday or Friday night, this Airbnb Without a missed weekend, there's some type of buffoonery going on. Double parking, loud music, drugs, smoking, and no mask wearing, okay? I don't understand how you don't think in your mind that with COVID-19 going on, that you can host a party, not in your home, Okay, not at your apartment, but at an Airbnb, okay, and not even think that I'm putting lives at risk right now, including mine. And then we talk about we want other people to respect our lives, to value us when we don't even value ourselves. And so when I speak of we and I say that I'm black, okay, so I have to talk about all of us. Okay, although it's not all of us that's living this type of lifestyle of, I hate to say it, fuckery. They just don't care. If I got to look out my window and see about 200, 300 people outside drinking, smoking, laughing in each other's face, no mask on, clogging up 
the one-way street with your cars, the music is pumping one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, and you don't think that we as homeowners are sleeping from working really hard in the week. We have our families, we have our children. How inconsiderate can you be? But then you are upset at the fact that the cops have to come and roll through and talk to you. Where is the medium? Where's the medium? We just had a, a guy that got shot on the block the other night, right? And now they're coming to knock on my door to ask me for help. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, my people. I'm trying, I'm talking to you. We put ourselves in these situations with this ignorant behavior that we have that we don't want to let go. And then in the same freaking breath, you want to talk about Black Lives Matter. Black lives only freaking matter when it matters to you. When you start thinking about your brothers and sisters and stop thinking about yourself. Because if black lives really mattered, the fuckery that I saw going on last night would not be going on. We got to change our minds and we got to change the way we think. It's selfish. With all that's going on in the world, you want to spend your money on alcohol, getting high, dressing up to fucking go where? Don't you want to save your money and put your money away? Don't you want to acquire and buy some damn land so when this market drops, you can get something that you could pass down to your children and, and, and build a legacy? I have been robbed twice and I ain't never been robbed by no damn white person. Now, I understand there is an issue going on that we have to address with, but we got to fix our issue, which is to me is more major. It is more major. It bothers me, it frustrates me. I look at the children that I have raised and I say to myself, where are these parents? Why don't they care about their son and daughter? Why do you think it's okay to be blasting your music until six something in the morning, okay? And then you leave your trash, your weed butts, your alcohol bottles, you don't even clean it up. Which means you don't respect yourself. So how the hell are you going to respect me and my property? You don't even respect yourself. But you out here expecting respect from somebody else when you don't even respect the reflection in the mirror. You don't respect your women because if you did, why is our women out here in the street carrying on the way they're carrying on this time of morning? Nobody wants to talk about the tough questions. Nobody wants to address this shit. I'm going to talk about it because I can talk about it. I grew up in a certain lifestyle. I grew up in Southside Jamaica, Queens. I know what it is. But one thing my mother always taught me, to respect yourself, respect your neighborhood, where you live. You know how many times I see people eat a sandwich, they throw the trash on the floor, drink a can of soda, throw it on the floor. That's where you live. And you expecting a white boy who lives in the suburbs that comes out here to work as a cop to, to respect you when he's watching what you do in your own neighborhood, when he's watching how you talk to your women? You have to ask yourself, why are people thinking this way about us? There's a flip side to it that nobody want to address. We want to fucking sit here and talk the shit. And we don't want to talk the hard and have the hard conversations. That's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable for me to say it, but it's the damn truth. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to speak the truth. I'm a black woman living in a black neighborhood. And when I see what we do in our own neighborhood, it saddens me. It saddens me. It hurts me. It hurts me. Because this is not what our ancestors had in mind when they were sacrificing their lives. 
I'm not saying you can't have a good time. I'm not saying I didn't go to the clubs and have a good time. I'm not saying I've never been drunk before. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying in this day and age in 2020 with what our world is facing, why aren't you not taking it seriously? Why do you think this COVID thing is, is a joke until you're on the other side? Why don't you value yourself? Some of us, unfortunately, was not taught. Your parents did not have the tools. The tools was not passed down to them. And guess what? They did not have the fight in them to even learn the tools. My mom taught me many things, but there's some things I didn't learn from my mother. I had to teach myself if I wanted to make change for my offspring. I can't understand when I look at these people. Yes, I say these people because I'm not like them. I wouldn't eat a sandwich and throw it on the floor. I wouldn't take a dirty pamphlet and throw it out the window when I got a garbage in my dog on kitchen. There's certain things I just wouldn't do. I don't understand the mentality of at what point do we take responsibility and want change? You can't expect the opposite who does not understand our struggles to want change for us when they see something different because they're outside watching this. They're looking at how men talk to, I watched a man the other day, I was getting my car washed. The girl, whatever was going on with the car, they were fighting in front of the car. The guy took the woman and threw her on the floor. And I said to myself, why are you doing this to your woman? Why are you doing this? And then the cops go and have to come and get involved and then somebody gets hurt. Why, are, why can't you communicate with your words? I get upset. Of course I get upset. I'm human. Some things will piss me off, but I'm going to use my words to express myself. You may not like all the words coming out of my mouth, but, and that's fine. But why put your hands on someone's daughter that does not belong to you? And people are watching and they are afraid to get involved. Because what happens sometimes, they get involved, they get hurt, and that person ends up going back with that guy like it never happened. We are living in some hard and in some tough times. But we as a people, some, we got some work to do. And before we are wanting to get change from someone else, we have to make the change first. We have to make the change first. That's the only way this is going to work and this is going to happen. We can march all we want. So what? You can make up any posters you want. I don't care. The change got to start in our neighborhoods. Where are our leaders? I don't even know who our leaders are. Some of our leaders are taking money under the table and making their own secret deals. They're not thinking about us. We're so quick to follow this damn social media and this news and this BS and get brainwashed. You need to read. You need to do your research. You need to know your laws. You need to know them yourself. I'm not going to go on Instagram and look at somebody else and tell me what the hell the laws are. I'm sorry. I carry the bloodline of Marcus Garvey through my veins. And it bothers me to see how we are with each other. It bothers me to watch how my sisters treat each other, how they dog each other, how they steal from each other, just so they, they can grow up and go high as they think 
as they go high, is how, the harder they're going to fall when you take from your own. Too many single women out there raising their children alone. Where are the fathers? Why are you not taking care of your children? Our family tree is broken and we need to go back down to the basics. The base you hear in my voice is passion, is frustration. My heart hurts to see what I see on a daily basis on where I live. It hurts me. Because we have to want to do better for ourselves. We have to want to know that we won't be here to see the major change that we want. We'll be long gone, but our kids and their children will be here. What condition do we want to leave this world in for them? I hear a lot of me and I. What happened to we and us? Are you thinking about your legacy? A lot of us black women and black men are out here dying. Some by the hands of police and many, many by the hands of their own. What are we doing to change that? Who is going into these communities, speaking to our young men and speaking to our kids? Who's investing in them? This system is built, okay, with the master rules. And not until that's dismantled, it's always going to be the same shit. It's never going to change. But if we change our mindset with the little things, we start changing our mindset with the big things. I can't understand when I'm driving down Okay, Fifth Avenue, and I see a line of my people at, you know, Gucci, Prada, and all these, and I'm and Dior, and I'm like, uh, where are they getting the money? Is this what they doing with their COVID money? They buying expensive shit? Why? Where are you going? Ain't nowhere to go. And why aren't you stacking your paper? Why aren't you stacking your paper? Why aren't you putting your paper away? Why aren't you putting your money away? Why aren't you saving it? Don't you know harder times are coming? This is just the beginning. Don't you know with the way you guys are acting out here with these parties and not wearing a mask that another major shutdown is going to happen? Don't you see how many millions of people are on unemployment? Sorry, I'm not worried about getting shot in my head by a cop. I'm actually worried about getting robbed or something happening to me in my own neighborhood by my own. That's what I'm concerned about. That's what I worry about with my kids. We need to put things in perspective. I'm not saying we don't have a problem with the police. We absolutely do. But we also got a problem in our damn neighborhood that we need to fix. When is that going to change? When are we going to acknowledge that? When are we going to talk about that? I don't want to hear, this is not the time. When will be the time? When will be the time? You're four black women, you're four black men, you're four Latinas, really? So why are we not having these conversations since you're so for these people? You're so, you're so for us. There's a lot of us that have the color skin, brown and black, but we ain't really doing the right thing for the brown and black. 
We're doing what's best for the me and for the I. But I promise and I tell you, who's going to suffer the most? The middle class like me, the poor like I was when I was a kid. That's who's going to suffer. That's who has always suffered. And not until we gather together and we really sit down and we acknowledge our problems in groups like our ancestors did. They didn't put everything on social media. We sat in our homes and we had real conversations. Our youth, they need guidance. They're yearning for love. They need some type of hope some, that someone could invest in them. There are some people that are generation to generation. They can't even read. They can't write. They can't spell. They're just sitting on a system. How could you find hope in that? My mom and dad came from Jamaica with four children. My mom was a cleaning lady. And we was never on welfare because my mother always worked. So I grew up seeing that and that's all I knew to do. No matter what, grind. When I dropped out of school, before I went back to school to finish school, became a mom. And all I could think about is I got to make it different for my daughter by any means necessary. Because my mom did the best that she could do for her six children and I got to do the best that I can do for my daughter, even if that means sacrificing things that I may desire and that I may want for myself. Because when you decide to become a parent, you give up the I for them. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's just not what's happening. Because I hear many times young people say, I want to just live my life. I just want to be young and free. You shouldn't have had no damn baby. That's what you did. If that's the life you wanted to live, you could have that life. You chose to have a child and bring it into the world. That was your choice. And now all of a sudden, the child is the enemy. But in the same breath, you'll turn around and you're expecting respect from someone else. You're not even respecting the child that you birthed into this world. I don't want to have these conversations about just what's happening in law enforcement and what's happening. I see what's happening. I have three brothers and a black father and a black son. You don't got to tell me what's happening in law enforcement. I have been there. I see it. I've seen it with my own husband. I've seen him stopped, searched just because of the car he was driving. So you don't need to tell me anything about law enforcement. But I also know about what I have experienced and what my family has experienced living in their own environment. And it hasn't been good. So what are we going to talk about that? Where are our leaders? Who are you? Because I don't see any. Sorry, that's just how I feel about it. But I'm not really sorry. It is what it is. I'm going to have a, I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to speak my truth and what I feel and what I see. When I first spoke about this a couple of months ago, I got a lot of stuff 
you know, on my Instagram and my direct messages, a lot of stuff on my podcast. Andrea, this is not the time to talk about this. This is about Black Lives Matter. Guess what? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Our lives matter. Yes, it does. When will our Black Lives Matter to each other? When we will stop raping our own women? When we will stop robbing our own people and killing our own men? When will we stop doing that? That's what I want to talk about. When could we talk about that? Because it's a big problem and it's always been a big problem. Our kids are running the streets. No respect. They don't respect their parents. They don't respect themselves. How are they going to go out there and respect anybody else? And when outsiders are looking in, what do you you think they say about us? It's hard out here being black. I'm black, I know. And I'm a black woman. I definitely know. Most of my trauma comes from my people. And we need to talk about that, how you heal from it, and how we can start healing our young youth who's being born into trauma and have nowhere to turn because their parents haven't dealt with their own trauma. How are they going to teach your kids how to deal with their trauma? When are we going to break the chain? When are we going to start demanding respect from our own? How come we all stood there and we watched this woman and this man fight and everyone felt uncomfortable to get involved Because clearly this is not their first fight in the street. This is something that they do. And I'm sure it's learned behavior. It's something that he saw and it's something that she saw. And unfortunately, they have not gotten the help that they need for their mental health to help them break the chains. And are they willing to do the work? Because sometimes with trauma, you have to release some people out of your life. You can't keep them there. Because the one, they know your trauma and they play on it and they keep throwing it in your face. Two, they have trauma they self they haven't dealt with. It's just a bad mixture. So when you know that something is not good for you, it's not going to help you grow and be a better person. You have to remove it out of your life so you can make the change. In order to make the change, you got to be the change. We got to stop expecting people to help us make the change. All the money we spend in this world of black money, the black dollar, it matters, it holds weight, it holds power. That's where you can control the narrative. That's all this country understands is the dollar signs. Why can't we see that? Let's stop trying to keep up with the Joneses because we're not there yet. It's about legacy and what you're leaving behind for your children to have. Are you leaving a legacy for them to struggle like you did, your mother did, your grandmother did, and so forth? What legacy are you leaving behind for your children? What assets are you leaving behind for your children? What message? When your children think of your name, what do they think of? Of you. We have so much work to do. And we need to do the work. And even if you're doing the work behind the scenes, that's where it matters. We can't be doing work for stripes and for points and for cloud and for for likes. We have to do it because we know it's the right thing to do. 
for our children's future because we won't be here. I won't be here. This podcast stems from what I saw last night. And I said, we're going to have another shutdown with this COVID thing because look what's happening outside. They're passing their cigarettes, their weed, they're drinking from the same bottle. Look what's happening. But you know what's so sad? They go home and they make their parents sick or their grandparents sick or maybe their babies sick. That's being selfish. You want to just live in a moment. You're a person that lives in a moment. You're not thinking about your future. You don't care. So when the cops pass by and they look, what do you think they're thinking in their head? Black lives matter? Really? Black lives matter? Look at the fuckery you're doing. That's what they're thinking. Because I'm black and I'm thinking the same thing. You can take it how you want to take it. I don't care. I don't got my hand out to nobody. I'm always going to speak the truth on how I see it. I don't always have the best delivery. Everybody knows that about me. But I will stand on my ground and I will speak the facts on what I see and what it is. Not what I, we all pretend it to be. There's a lot of pretending going out there. I would rather not pretend. I would rather be who I am, be rough around the feathers and be a straight shooter. That's who I am. And that's who I will continue to be until the day I die. We have to do better. We owe it to our future of our children coming up. They deserve to have a better world. 20, 30, 40 years from now, the marching should not be happening. There has to be respect both ways. On both sides, we have been raised with certain things we were told that were shit we got to unlearn that was just straight up lies and untrue folks we have to we have to unlearn some of this stuff but we have to want to make the initiative how long are we going to ha- ha- hold on to what our ancestors been through i understand what they've been through marcus garvey's my great uncle i saw the sacrifice he made but what are we doing? What We know what they did. What are we doing? We're here today. They left us the blueprint. What are we doing with that blueprint? We don't need to reinvent any wheels. The blueprint is there. I want to know why aren't we using it? Why aren't we using it? There's so much to touch on with this subject. And I would so rather do it in a closed environment. I would so rather do it borough by borough community by community. We really need to get our community leaders involved. We need to have these conversations. We need to sit down and have these conversations. We need to sit down and talk about what's actually happening in our communities and what can we do as a people, how we can gather together to talk it out. We have to make our politicians and hold them accountable for all the promises that they make us and that they don't keep. Vote only matters to me if change is being implemented. It doesn't matter to me if change is not being implemented. You use us, you get your vote, and then you're done with us. We, 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 we have to stop this. 
We have to really pay attention of what's happening in 2020 because something major is coming down the pipeline. And we have to be mentally ready. We have to be financially ready. Stop spending our money on the nonsense. Start stacking your paper. Go get yourself some damn life insurance because I'm telling you, black men and black women, if you had some life insurance, they would stop killing us so much. Go get a life insurance policy. I've been saying it for years. I've said it on my podcast a year ago. I'm dropping these gems, but I don't know if you guys are sitting here listening to it and actually taking it and applying it. Everything that I have learned in corporate America, everything that I've learned working for so long, I have always shared what I've known. I've always shared the experiences of being a mom, what worked, what didn't work, what type of institutions I wanted my kids to be uh, a part of because every generation is supposed to get better. It's our responsibility. So before we go pointing the fingers at other people, you need to take that same finger and point back at yourself and say, what am I doing for my people who look like me? What am I doing? What is my part? Let's start there. Ask yourself that. Write on a piece of paper. What am I doing to make change where I live for my people? Thank you for joining me at our Emerge Reflections with Andrea Jackson. Stay tuned to next week for another podcast.